welcome back to the Vineyard Youth Online podcast. My name is Rach, I am the youth pastor at Vineyard Church Cardiff. And my name is Dave, I am the associate youth pastor at Vineyard Church Cardiff. We are loving seeing you guys back at small groups on Tuesdays. If you haven't joined one yet, just drop us a text on the youth phone. The number is 07471 218 219 and we will get you in one. Yes. Um, As always, we're going to start with our highlights of the week. Um, So we actually get to catch up with you guys, not just talk at you. Um, Now, we've got to be honest, uh, we've been on holiday this last week. So we recorded this podcast before we went so we wouldn't have to do any work on holiday. (laughs) So... Can't honestly say what our highlight was. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna punt and assume it was the holiday. Yeah, I think um, it's gonna have been a good holiday. I don't want to go more specific than that. <laughs> uh, or what I could tell you actually, if you yours can be holiday. You, what was your highlight? Oh, I was gonna tell you um, that I was gonna try and pick my favorite thing that we've planned to do. Oh. Um, what have we planned to do that I'm excited about? Oh, I'm excited because we've planned to go to a place called Chatsworth, which I used to go to a lot as a kid, and there's a farmyard and a play area. I think I probably do because of the play area now, but I'm hoping that I could sneak in there with Judah. I'm excited about going to Chatsworth. You're so cute. Um, <laughs> I, because I don't want to double up and take holiday as well, uh, yesterday, on Saturday, uh, it was our friend's baby shower, and for the guys one that we did... Uh, we got some of that. I don't know if you guys watch DTI uh, online, but we got some of the in- the um, instant regret chili chocolate uh-huh. that they had, which is insanely hot. Um, <laughs> and we're giving that. We're making him eat that. Um, so, so that's going to be your highlight. I think that's going to be my highlight because no. he gets hiccups when he eats hot food. Oh yeah, that's going to be good. <laughs> I think that Judah's highlight is going to be a combination of tractors and horses. Yes, because we're going to the countryside, and he, I think, his favourite thing in the whole world is tractors. He loves a tractor, loves tractors, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, so we would love to hear from you guys and um, what have you been up to the last few weeks. So text in your highlights to the youth phone oh seven four seven one two one eight two one nine. So this is our last podcast in this three-week back-to-school series. Um, The last two weeks we talked about uh, priorities on the first week, so how do we make God number one in our lives um, in the midst of all our schoolwork and our sports clubs and our music lessons and our friendships and all of that? How do we keep God as number one? And then the second week we talked about anxiety. Um, This week we are talking about bullying So for some of you guys, this will feel like a huge topic and for others of you, it might feel irrelevant. Um, But even if you've never been bullied or never bullied anybody else or never even witnessed anybody bullying anyone else, there's some really helpful stuff to learn about how the Bible um, calls us to treat one another. So don't quit on us. Do keep listening. Mm. So first question you have to ask, what actually is bullying? Now, um, it's defined as a behaviour which is repeated over time intended to hurt someone physically or emotionally um, so if we notice like the key points in there it's repeated over time so if it happens as a one-off it's not bullying it like it's still unkind but it's not bullying it does need to be dealt with um, but not as bullying um, and it is intended to hurt someone so either physically or emotionally but what that means is they are doing it on purpose with the aim of physically um, or emotionally hurting you or upsetting you um, and I just wanted to start by sharing with you guys my experience of of this, of being bullied, um, and a little bit of how not to deal with it. Um, <laughs> a lot of you guys will know if you've been around for a while, because I'm fairly open about it. Um, I was bullied for pretty much the entirety of year nine. Um, and, do you know, it was, it was really, really horrible. It was two guys in my class, um, just fairly early on in the year, decided that they had some problem with me for some reason that I never really worked out. Um, and just uh, 
Uh, it wasn't really physical. They didn't ever hurt me. Um, but they just constantly made fun of me and made jokes and made the class laugh and things like that. And, um, you know, it was really, it was really, really hard. I, I absolutely hated year nine. Um, and, but, but for me, how I dealt with that was because I felt so powerless in that situation of like, you know, everything they said seemed to make everyone laugh and I didn't know what to do and anything I tried to do seemed to make it worse. So I felt so powerless. So I started bullying other people as like a way of getting a bit of power, a bit of control back in my life in other places. So um, we're going to sort of explore all of that, but it's just a, a very good example of how not to deal with it. Um, was, was basically, I was like, well, if, if I'm being bullied, then I'm going to bully someone else because if I'm if I'm knocked down the pecking order, I'm not going to be right at the bottom. I'm going to make sure there's someone lower than me. Um, so not a good way to deal with it. Um, <laughs> but to, in, in reality, a really, really hard situation, especially you know, when you're that age, I just, I didn't have a clue what to do. So, um, yeah, that that's sort of a, a very snapshot glimpse of my experience. Mm, really helpful. What, what would you say that we should do now as an adult, <laughs> retrospectively, yeah. what should we do if we're being bullied? I think before anything else, like get help now. So that is like, tell friends, tell your parents, tell your teachers. Um, it is not always possible to do that or you might not feel like it's possible to do that. Often I used to get really annoyed because people were like, tell the teachers and you're like, it doesn't help. Um, and sometimes it will help. And if you feel like it would, I'd really encourage you to do it. But sometimes I, I was just like, I just don't think it will help. Um, I tried, it didn't really get anywhere. Um, so I'm not necessarily going to prescriptively say this is who you should tell, but I will say you have to tell someone because it is so isolating uh, when you're bullied. Um, so at one stage fairly early on, my best mate who was in my class with me laughed at something they said. Um, and it, that still was the, the hardest thing of all because I was like, you're meant to be my mate. And I just took him aside and was like, look, what these guys are doing is making me feel rubbish. I please don't laugh with them like that made me feel even worse and he was really good he was like I'm really sorry I like I didn't mean it like that I was just you know having a laugh um but he then he then stopped um and it was so helpful just to have someone around me like do not go through it alone it isolates you and it is so much better um when there are people who like care about you and can support you through this um and guys do you know the other thing we say tell friends tell your parents tell your teachers tell us mm -hmm. um because again that's part of our role uh, in your lives, or it might be your small group leaders. Um, but also loads of us have gone through it as well. So um, we would really encourage you to do that. And on that note, surround yourself with people who do care about you, like who encourage you, speak positive things about you. Um, the problem with bullying is it attacks our identity, like it makes us feel not good enough. So you need to make sure you have good friends, supportive family around you uh, who can make you feel like you can be yourself, who, you know, who they like you, they encourage you um, because it makes it uh, much easier to deal with the people who are bullying you um, if you know that what they are saying or doing isn't actually the truth. And do you know, some of you might not have like easy family lives, you might not have supportive families, turn to the church family in that situation and mm -hmm. that is what we are for. Um, so this is a very simplified example, but if I made mac and cheese uh, and fed it to Rach, <laughs> and she said that she didn't like it. Ugh. I would assume that my mac and cheese was bad. But if I made it for all of my friends, 20 people, 
Um, and all of them said it was great, except Rach, who said that she didn't like it. I would assume that my macaroni and cheese is nice, it's just that Rach doesn't like it. Now, this same, like I said, it's very simplified, but I think it's a really helpful picture. The same applies to bullying. If you don't have friends and family supporting you, it's easy to start believing the stuff that the bullies are saying. Um, which will make you feel even more rubbish about yourself. But if you've got 20 people around you who are like, you're amazing, we think you're brilliant, they encourage you, um, and then just there's a small group at school who are saying bad stuff, um, it's easier to know that what they're saying isn't true. And one of one of the terrible things about humans is that we will believe a negative thing mm. about us far more than we'll believe a positive thing. So if someone says something bad about me once it might need 10 or 20 times someone saying, no, that's not true, you're actually like this, for me to believe it. Um, so you've got to surround yourself with a good bunch of people. Yeah, and this is also where we need to go to God because he is the ultimate source of our identity. Um, he loves you, absolutely he loves you, and there are tons of verses in the Bible that tell mm. you what God thinks of you. So a couple of examples, like you were created in God's image. That's, it says that in Genesis one twenty seven. You are chosen, it says that in 1 Peter 2 verse 9. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit, that's 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19. God lavishes his love on you, that's 1 John 3 1. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's in Psalm 139, verse 14. A great psalm. I'd recommend reading mm-hmm. that one. You are valuable. And it says that in Matthew 10, verse 31. There's so much in the Bible that tells us just how much God loves us and how incredible he thinks we are. And if we can find our identity in God, if someone says something unkind or unfair about us, then we already know who we are because God's told us who we are. So it doesn't affect how we feel about ourselves as much. And on this, you might be thinking, like, sounds great, but how do I get to the point where I know who God says I am? Um, We would really recommend buying a book which is called I Am So Many Things. Um, It's a journal, and on every page it's got a statement about who God says you are, and, like, references to the Bible verses that tell you that that's true, um, and loads of space to colour in and pray and write stuff around that statement um, so that you can, like, get it into your head and reflect on it. And you can order it online do one page every day and it'll just gradually start to sink in um, who God says you are. And so if other people around you are telling you something different, then it won't affect you as much. So we'll put a link to that in the description um, so that you can have a look at that. Yes, it is so good. We both have a copy. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a girl's version and a boy's version. There is. Um, So then the other side of this is what if you're the one actually doing the bullying? Now, None of us want to think of ourselves as bullies, um, but like I already said, especially if you've been bullied or are currently being bullied, it is easy to end up bullying other people. Um, And it can take many forms like uh, name calling, gossiping, like sending horrible text messages, snaps, comments, whatever you do, Um, like threatening people, intimidating them, humiliating them, ignoring or isolating someone. And that can be one of the harshest forms of bullying. Um, criticising, spreading rumours, physically hurting them, um, making like prank calls on them. Um, And if you are repeatedly doing this to the same person, like unless they also find it hilarious every single time, which I seriously doubt, um, even if you mean it as a joke, then it could easily be bullying. Um, It is only genuinely a joke if they think it's funny. But even with that, you've got to check that they're not just laughing because they're scared of you or they're laughing because they like want people around to to think they're, they're on board with it all, okay? So um, it's really, like, it's, it's 
good to just take take a little step back and think about um sort of how you're acting in that kind of thing um so what do you do if you realize your actions if you might be bullying someone um it's very simple number one stop it um (laughs) just just stop it and i wish i'd had someone say this to me i wish someone had just been like look you're treating that guy horribly just stop it um and number two apologize to that person um it doesn't have to be a long chat but it can just say someone like i'm really sorry i feel like the way i've been talking to you treating you might um have been a bit unkind and i just wanted to say sorry um and that will like it's good for you to do but it's amazing for them as well like i the guy i bullied a bit i i messaged him a couple of years later like because we were still in school together and was just like mate I've, i've kind of looked back on this and i was a bit of a and then I won't tell you what I wrote. Um, and I, I'm just really sorry. I I was having a tough time and didn't didn't mean it. Um, and I spent years wishing that the two guys who'd bullied me would just would just message me and just say, really sorry, we were teenagers, we weren't thinking it through. Um, and they never did, and I've forgiven them. Um, but yeah, stop it and then and apologize. Um, and this is what it looks like for us to be different because we know Jesus. Um, and it is not about like it's not how most people would deal with it, um, but the Bible calls us to be different, um, and that leads us quite nicely into what the Bible says about how we should treat people. Yeah, um, and this is applicable in all situations, whether you are whether you are bullying someone, whether someone is bullying you, whether you've seen someone being bullied. That's a hard sentence to say. Yeah, um, we often think that the Bible is just nice morals, but this is one of the areas where the Bible doesn't agree with what the world around you would say, because the world around us would tell us to treat people like they deserve to be treated. So if they're nice, treat them well. If they're unkind, then don't. Just treat them how they treat you. Be unkind back. But this isn't what the Bible says. The Bible doesn't say treat nice people nicely and horrible people horribly, and it doesn't say treat people how they deserve to be treated. What the Bible really clearly tells us is we have to love our enemies. (laughs) And we have to pray for people who persecute, which basically means bully us. Um, and that's really weird. And it's also quite hard to hear if you're being bullied, um, that you should be loving and praying for the people who are bullying you. So, like, why does it say that? Because it's weird. Um, it says that because that's how God treats us, which might sound a bit strange, but hear me out. Basically, we regularly ignore God. We are ungrateful. We put other things first. We misuse his name. We disobey him. We reject him. We're kind of interested one minute and the next minute we couldn't care less. We don't stand up for him in front of our friends. Like we deserve the same in return. But can you imagine if God did the same back, if he ignored (laughs) us and just put other stuff first and rejected us and was uninterested and didn't stand up for us? That isn't the God that we follow. Like that God would not have died for us. We wouldn't believe the gospel that we believe if that was what our god was like our god loves us unconditionally he is there whenever we come running back he comforts us he provides for us he has great plans for us he is for us he's generous towards us and so he calls us to do the same for all other people whether they deserve it or not because we don't deserve it but that's how god loves us and we're called to love them and to pray for them Mm. Um, so we just basically want to take that and apply it like to all of these different situations that we've talked about. So what does it mean to love and pray for someone that you've been bullying? Well, as we said, like stop, uh, that is loving to stop doing that, apologize and start like standing up for them, be kind, include them in things. Um, what about someone who is bullying you? 
Now, what this definitely doesn't mean is that we're called to be pushovers. Like, it is not loving to be a pushover and it is not what the Bible calls us to do. We should stand up to bullies if we, are, if we feel that we are able to. Um, but we should never stand up to them unkindly. We should never bully them back or treat them badly in return. Um, just, like, ask them to stop. If they are presuming, uh, if they are pressuring you to do something you don't want to do, just say, like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, and it's totally fine, as I said, like, to get help from teachers and parents or from us if, if you think that would that would work or you just want to try it out. Um, loving someone doesn't mean, like, just letting them get their way. Um, loving them means treating them kindly, but also wanting the best for them. Um, and the best for them is that they don't bully people. Um, so it's good to take action to make that stop. Um, we are also called to pray for them, which can feel really, really hard. But one of the um, actually really helpful things about prayer is it allows us to see them how God sees them. And most bullies are not bad people. Um, they are people created in God's image, but who just don't know how much he loves them. Um, and they feel more secure if they put people like put people down around them. Um, so pray that they understand God's love for them um, and pray for the situation to change as well. Like uh, we've done this with a couple of you guys when you've been experiencing this. Um, we've been like, well, let's just pray that it stops. And then we've seen you the next week and you're like, it has stopped this week. Um, so prayer like it's hard because we don't understand how it works. I mean, we do because we're talking to God and God's powerful. But it's not like it's not it's not super tangible. But prayer really does change stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and so <laughs> that was uh, for so Pentecostal. Uh -huh. I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen, brother. Prayer changes things. Um, it, it genuinely does. And so if you're being bullied, um, pray for them, but also pray that for the situation. Um, what about if you witness bullying? Um, so how do you love and pray for the person being bullied? Um, it's pretty clear what it looks like to pray for them. Pray that it would stop. Um, that they wouldn't be hurt by it and loving them means being one of the people in their life who is kind and encouraging towards them standing up to the bully asking them to stop so if you see someone being bullied they're excluded you include them if you see someone having lies spoken over them you speak truth over them um, and how do you love and pray for the person bullying them uh, well you pray like you ask for God you ask God how he sees them and pray that they would know that their identity is in him um, that they wouldn't feel insecure and therefore need to put others down. And loving them means being kind, but also like being honest, being clear that it's not okay um, that they treat the person like that. Um, so this is a lot of information. Yes. <laughs> um, but one key thing to notice and take away about bullying is it's all about us knowing our identity. Um, people who bully often do it because they feel insecure and when they bully you their aim is to make you feel insecure mm. and so it is essential that we know who we are in God's eyes so we're going to do an activity in a second to look at that but first we are going to do prayer requests because yes. we always do and um, so we would love to be praying for you guys so take a minute and think about one thing that we can pray for you this week and text the youth phone with that prayer request. The number is 07471 218 219. We have a whole youth team who want to pray for you guys. We want to pray for you guys. Mm. Like, do send us a prayer request. Even if it seems like it's something small, we really do want to know. Um, we would also love you guys to pray for us. Um, Dave, what can they pray for you for? Uh, so doing this weird, like, ahead of time, back in time prayer request thing. Uh, well, no, this is still ahead. So... Next week? No, it's not next weekend, is it? The, you're listening on Sunday. In two weekends' time, 
It's my dad's 70th. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, they live in England. I really, really want to be able to go um, and to see him and to celebrate his birthday. Um, but obviously, who knows what might have happened by then. Um, <laughs> no. Are things getting worse? Are they getting better? Um, so just prayer that we are able to go and see him and celebrate his birthday with him because mm. he's a bit of a legend. <laughs> um, my prayer request is kind of, I guess, maybe retrospective, but it's okay. God can work backwards in time. Pray that we've had a really good holiday, that we've mm. stayed healthy, and just pray that we continue to stay healthy. I feel like we've had a we've had a rough time with people getting ill and having to isolate again, so pray that we stay healthy from here on in. Yes. So... Normally, at this stage, we would tell you an activity to do and send you off to do it, but we are all going to do it together. Um, so, <laughs> so, firstly, um, you need to find somewhere quiet where you can chill and close your eyes and just listen for a second. So, um, if you need to do that, then pause and go and find some quiet space. Um, so, what we're going to do is I'm going to read something to you, and it's called The Father's Love Letter. And we've looked at it in youth before, a while ago. Um, but it's something just to come back to again and again. Um, now, this it is a letter. Um, it's written in a style as if it's from God to you, uh, which tells you sort of how much he loves you and who you are. Um, and is it's all about identity. So every line is based on a verse of the Bible. Um, so it's all absolutely true. And we want you to just listen to it and let God speak to you through it, because uh, if we know how he sees us, then it doesn't affect us as much if others are unkind. Um, but also, if we know that our identity is secure in him, then we don't need to be unkind to other people. Um, so get comfy, close your eyes, um, and just listen. So here it is. My child, you may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up. I'm familiar with all of your ways. Even the very hairs on your head are numbered, for you were made in my image. In me you live and move and have your being, for you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You were not a mistake, for all your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and I brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could, for I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand, for I am your provider and I meet all your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope, because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts towards you are countless as the sand on the seashore, and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvellous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me, and I will give you the desires of your heart, for it is I who gave you those desires. 
I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine, for I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are broken-hearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father, and I love you even as I loved my Son, Jesus. For in Jesus my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I'm not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me, and nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? I am waiting for you. Love your dad, almighty God. Cool. I just want to pray for you guys as you go. That was amazing. <laughs> Such a powerful letter. Um, and... Yeah, if you want to read it through again, we'll link. We'll put the link in the description. Um, but God, I just thank you so much that that's true. That that's how you see these guys. That, um, that their identity is in you. That you say you created them and you love them and you have a plan for them. Um, and God, I pray that that would sink in. And for any of these guys who are who are being bullied, I pray that they would know the truth about who you say they are that you love them and you say that they're amazing. And um, and also we just pray that the bullying would stop, that it would just end, that next week would be a different week and there would be no bullying at all. Um, and God, I pray for any of these guys who feel like maybe they have been treating someone unkindly, um, that they would have the courage to stop and to apologise and that they would know how much you love them and how great you think they are and therefore they don't need to be unkind to anybody else they can be encouraging to other people and they can love them um and yeah god i just pray that these guys would have such a good week this week amen amen um it's been lovely to spend to spend a bit of time with you all <laughs> hasn't it just and um yeah we I really hope that that's been helpful and we'll talk about it more on Tuesday in your small groups as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Fantastic. We'll see you guys soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.